Yeah, it's the new, new Twin, Twin Cities, Cities, baby. What's up, world? How y'all doing, man? Yes, yes, yes. We back. We back. It feels good. It feels so good to be back. Mm-hmm. It's been back. a few weeks since we've been in the studio. I know. Man. I miss the studio, man. I feel like, man, we've been gone for too long. Hell you know? yeah, so. man. man. Off the bat, if y'all ain't see us last week, uh, go check that out on YouTube, man. Episode Dusto Dub, man. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, it was a dope, dope episode. So go check that out. Um, but welcome to the new Twin Cities podcast. Welcome. I'm your host, Fresh. I'm Tony, and uh, we are two black men from the Twin Cities, giving you the perspective on the hip hop culture and all things influenced. Yes, sir, man. We got a great episode today, man. Episode seventeen. Yes. Uh, we got a. Uh, Nene Pretty Grind from uh, the Kitchen by Break Brand. She'll be in with us in a few minutes, man. Yes, yes. Uh, we just wanted to sit here and chat with y'all because it's been a while. You know? Yeah, we want to check in with y'all to, uh, you know, get y'all update on a few things we got we had going on. Uh, so we we was uh, at the Black Fair, State Black Entrepreneur State Fair last week. Um, we went through there to show some love and uh, show love to the vendors and uh, everything that they had going on there. And then also we ran into the the legendary Desto Dub. Um, if you know about uh, that's an awful lot of cough syrup uh, brand. Yep. Um, street <clears throat> streetwear brand. Uh, he's like one of the top streetwear brands. Facts. Facts. On the planet right now. V long status. And he came straight to Minnesota to come mess with your boys, man. So we got a, a exclusive yes, interview with him. Uh, go check that out. It's on YouTube right now. And yep. um, also, uh, I want to. Just have a moment of silence for the uh, the Memphis shooting yesterday. It was a tragic incident. Um, some some random guy just went on a random tear and just and killed four people and injured three of them. Um, so I just want to have a, a quick moment of silence for that um, before we get started. Um, we can start now. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, so yeah, yeah man. man. That's tragic. I was, that was, man, that threw me off. Like, niggas don't do that. Bro, right. Like, what was he? It looked like he was on some shit. Somebody said that he had rabies in the comments. I was rabies? <laughs> oh, wow. I was yeah. like, y'all, was he crazy. Stuff, cause shit, bro, I, man, I was like, what? Because he live streamed it, so I'm like. On Facebook, was, bro. Yeah, and he was talking like he was playing. Like, y'all don't believe me? Like, y'all betting this shit for real? Shout out to you. I thought he was like, rapping. I thought folks was rapping or something like before he went Jesus in there to do Christ. a drill or something. I'm like, and then he, it was an old white of, lady. He pointed. It was like an old white person. And like old white dude. Yeah, I'm like, just, I swear he said somebody's name. Like Kate, you think I'm playing with you or something? I don't know. I don't know. Crazy bro shit, was bro. giving me like schizophrenia. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like tripping out kind of vibes. So I don't know, man. That that was. Uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody in Memphis affected yes, by yes. that, man. That's that's tragic, man. And definitely a, a couple points for the black community. That don't make sense. Bro. Man, mental health, man. We got to get our important. mental health on, on track, man. Everybody, especially the black community, man, we, we, we take uh, mental health so lightly in, um, in yeah. these times, man, where we need to talk to people, man. If you're going through something, talk to somebody, man. Talk to your loved ones. Talk yep. to somebody, man, please. Develop a hobby that makes you feel good or something like that of a positive nature, you know? Because, man, that wasn't, like, even, yeah, speaking of, like, 600 Breezy, like, his girl. Oh, was, yeah, that's the 600 know? Breezy situation. I guess uh, his mm-hmm. girlfriend committed suicide as well. So, man, mental health, man, we got to we gotta get out here and, and take it serious, man, in our right. communities, man. Because, right. 
we losing a lot of people to it, <clears throat> to, the, to these deaths, violent deaths, just all because of misunderstandings and just, you know, keeping stuff in, uh, yeah, inside. Gotta, we got to break the taboo. Yeah. The, the taboo, the, the little weird wall we feel when it's like, oh, maybe I want to talk to this. But it's like then you enter this weird feeling of like, should I or should I not? That's called a taboo. You got to just you got to make your way through yeah, it. We got to make our way through it. Um, in a lot of situations, for and, real and and also uh, on the receiving end, just make it easier for people to come talk to you as well. Like if you're a person in the community that people look up to, you know, make it easier for them to come talk to you, man, because they might not have nobody else. So, right, 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 yeah. Right. So let's shout get, out say no more, man. Yeah, shout out Check say no out. more. That's my dog, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. be doing big things over there, man. Check him big out. Things. Go check him out, man. He's bringing battle right back to the state. Oh man, he funny as hell too, mm-hmm. man. Shout yeah. out to Say No More. Yes, yeah, but let's let's bring in our guests. Yeah, man, we got Nini Pretty Grind, Pretty Episode Seventeen, pretty, pretty Beaches, Ugly World, man. That's a that's a hell of an Instagram <laughs> name, man. Man, it's, it just it, pretty you bitch, read it, ugly it's world, just like man. That's the truth, though. Ain't it? <laughs> hey, that was my original Instagram name. In like 2012. Oh, okay. And then I lost my Did you have that at the Twitter party? Remember yes, that Twitter party? Where yes. <laughs> that was my, was it my Twitter name too? No, my Twitter name was different too. But I don't know. I lost all them old pages and okay. I remade a new one. That's why it's pretty with three T's because they wouldn't oh, let me mm, take my name bad. back. They was hating. Okay. Yeah, okay. Instagram be doing that. Yeah, we doing a lot of hating. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's up, Nene, man? We're glad to have you in the building, man. A yeah. lot of big things have been happening, have yeah. been going on. Man, let's, I watched. Let's talk about it, man. I watched you come up, like I cut, like from like nothing to like now. Like I watched your journey, and like I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. Like I'm proud Thank of the, like how far you came for real. Yeah, and we still, you know, we still still locked in. Yeah, still locked yeah. in. So that means we're doing something right. You yeah, know? we climbing I mean, the that's, ladder. That's one thing about it is so many ups and downs <sighs> in the entrepreneur uh, world, yes. and just um, even when I was doing music, I mean, there's a lot of people that even now I ain't really locked in with because mm. you know people <laughs> in Minnesota be on them weird vibes and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, the, all the real ones, we all flock we, to each other, exactly. so that's how it be. The real ones know what's up. Yeah, you, yeah. Are, you are a woman of many different hats, mm-hmm. and I respect yeah. it. I respect it. You, you really outgrind a lot of dudes out here, so okay. I, I definitely respect <laughs> that, like for real, every day. You up and at it. How many hustles are you up right now? They say you're supposed to have six or seven. Um, God, it seems like I just be uh, losing track. And then it's like, you know, the nonprofit, Black State Fair, that ain't really a hustle. I don't do that for the money. Um, Our nonprofit organization is so new that we don't even uh, make anything off of it. This Mm -hmm. is just all money into that um, platform. And that's kind of what you got to do to build something that large, something mm-hmm. that has um, grown just over three years as much as it has. You really have to dump all your time and money, really invest into something like that. And that platform ain't just for me. Mm-hmm. And it ain't just for my team. It's for everybody um, that comes from my community. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think on as far as hustles go, I'm, I'm probably up like, Four right now okay. sprinkled in a little passive income that i'm working on but mm-hmm. um like i said um as much as people seen 
my journey and been watching me like this is not it. You know, I, I'm in year seven of business mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I just get started. I'm just getting, just started. getting started. Yeah, yeah, I'm like in that time of like. I'm tired, cause I am tired, y'all. Like I'm, I be drained. Um, but however, I yeah. think as an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, with somebody that has so wear so many hats and have so many things on their plate, um, when you're feeling that tiredness, mm -hmm. everybody's gonna get to a point. And I'm in year seven, and you know, usually <laughs> they say, you know, it takes about ten years to really make it for real. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause there's so many trials and errors and losses and so many things you learn in that journey. But um, right now is like a for time for me to like step back and what's draining me so mm. that I could keep going. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm really just learning myself right now. Like how can I keep going when you're tired? That's crazy. Or when you're not feeling motivated or um, there's a lot of things from, you know, when you first met me, when I was rapping and stuff, like I do a lot of things different now because of that. I, I can, I, I yeah. can. You got a different aura to you. Like, yeah. you used to be like super feisty. Like, I feel like you, you tone it down <laughs> now. And you yeah. got a lot of control over your yeah. your emotions now. You know. I mean, and I was younger then too. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, still learning things. Um, and you know that was just kind of my personality as a rapper too. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think even if if I decided to jump back into rapping, my personality would still be different than yeah. Nene Pretty Grind and yeah. you know 2012. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's almost like um, when I was rapping and talking my shit, mm -hmm. it was like I was kind of manifesting it, like all this shit that I was talking. Yeah. I'm really living that now. Yeah. Um, even when I dropped that song in 2018, uh, shout out to Kush. On the Shout beat, um, that was even more a leveled up version of me rapping. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not talking because I see a lot of rappers that be talking a lifestyle and things that they don't really live. Mm -hmm. um, and to me, it's not respectable. I write my own music and um, even that song, just in general, even the vibe and just how we put together the Man, video. Beautiful. What was the name of the song for the people? Uh, Money Get Around. Yeah, she remixed uh, Tupac. Yeah. yeah, I remixed that uh, that Tupac in 1993, and so the vibes was pool party in 1993. We had the props, the little Everything. old school pagers, and the long ghetto nails. And uh, <laughs> my sister Kiki, who has a um, swimwear swimwear line, DBKC, okay. we kind of collabed, um, and that's what really inspires me too. I go back to that video that's a dope. lot, and dope. so at that time, I made the song for her. Uh, swimsuit commercial. Oh, because you know you can't really use people's songs like that. Right, right, and right. So I made the song for her commercial. She made the swimsuits for the girls to wear in my yeah. video, and we kind of dropped it at the same time, and it was a vibe. And I be um I be telling her all the time, like, man, there's no women in Minneapolis that are like us, like together wise. Yeah. I mean, separately too. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like we could come together for something like that. And you know what I'm saying? Like, Man. ain't nobody doing that. And, um, it was lit. I, I love music. I would love to get back into music, but you know, business is kind of where my heart is right now. I got kids, I got to feed and I got a lot of people that I'm paving the way for yeah. on the entrepreneur side. And so, um, that's kind of my passion right now. And yeah. I feel like people do that. They, they, 
you know, start with something and be like, I ain't really feeling that right now. I'm going to do something else. That's kind of been my journey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even with Bake Brand, it's been I, that too. You I know? feel like you found your your, your calling. Uh, like rap is your hobby, but like your calling yeah. is like the entrepreneur stuff. Like, um, so like this past week, we uh, we talked like the Black Entrepreneur State Fair um, this past week. So let's 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 talk about how you like like the feeling of that like getting to your third year like what was the feelings going into this like what what did you expect? Um, I think what I expected um, this year was very different as far as expectations mm-hmm. because um, this is a a big enough event that is going to take a whole year to plan right. There's so many on the logistics side and just making sure, especially because this is an all black event. Mm-hmm. All eyes are on this event. They're waiting for something to go bad, something to go down that, um, you know, doesn't show our black excellence. And so... They could talk about. Yeah, that they could talk about and say something about. And so it's a lot of pressure on me because of this event. Um, However, at the top of the year, I opened up the kitchen. And so it gave me like a a solid six months of just getting the kitchen up and running to where like we're solid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Really? Well, no, it's been a little longer. It's been nine months now, but But under a year though. Yeah. Under a year. Wow. December. Yep. Is when I opened. And so it was just like, (laughs) right. I feel like she's been here for years. Sauce tastes like it. Yeah, but and that's the thing. I think the advantage of how it seems that way is because Bake Brand has been around since 2015, and so, like I said, we we've switched to what we do and how we do things, and to where you know the kitchen is different. It's a one stop shop, and so um, me being an entrepreneur and being vulnerable and just really putting my journey out there for people to watch Mm -hmm. um, is why I feel like the Black Entrepreneur State Fair is the way that it is because this is something where it takes a village. Um, And so like I was saying before, I can't do all of this on my own, run several businesses. I also have a candle business. Um, I'm a mother, a single mother at that. And so there's a lot on my plate. And so this year... I didn't really 100% know what to expect because I was like, man, my focus at the beginning of the year was this restaurant Mm. and really getting that off the ground. And so we had maybe a good six solid months in planning the Black Entrepreneur State Fair this year. So I wasn't really sure. As much as I wanted a year to plan, we only had six months. So it was kind of like, okay, we're kind of throwing things together. However, from last year's event and the year before, we learned so much from it. So it's like... We're in a better space, right. but there's still so much to do and learn from. And in six months, we pulled off a miracle. Um, I mean, there was definitely some flaws um, that I didn't even speak about because it's just things that we learned from. Right. Um, opportunities. Yeah, so many, so many opportunities in this. Um, and so, yeah, I think from my expectations, I just wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. But the turnout was amazing it was very amazing i feel like it was it turned out better than what i expected it to be even just the foot traffic and just you know the the vibe you know yeah yeah, the publicity like you guys were there and it was just it was a it was a beautiful thing and that overall is the goal um no matter if you know i walk away from these events and i'm not making no money Mm -hmm. because i pay so many people 
man, I, but one thing that I can say is that in my community, I'm providing these jobs to our mm-hmm. people. And, you know, right before school started, these families had extra money to go school shopping and pay their bills and not have to worry. You know what I'm saying? Man, like, that's, that's what's up, man. That's, that's, that's the biggest I... thing for me. Like, this isn't, and I see a lot of people that do, you know, uh, you know, events and different things for black culture. And a lot of them are very money hungry behind it. Mm-hmm. It's because it's an opportunity to make some money, but that money is going to them, yeah. not back yeah. into the community. And even last year in the year before we were dumping that into our mentorship group, mm-hmm. sister scouts for the young girls, we was feeding them every week and, you know, pouring into them, um, not even just money, but our time. Like my mm. time is more valuable than money right now. Yeah. And um, man, it, it took a lot of my time so for sure. You said you had so you had six months. So did so what we thought when we when we seen everything in in put into place, mm-hmm. we like man, she needs a team. Like I know she can't do all this by herself. Mm-hmm. Like she's yeah. all like she got to take care. Of, she got so many hats around yeah. here, yeah. you know. So like, how does that like? So how did you put that together? Like how did you know, you know, who to have on your side doing this and well, doing that? I think when it comes to building a team, it's definitely trial and error. Mm-hmm. It's the same way with the restaurant. I since I've opened, I've only been open for nine months. I've fired seven people. Um, and so it's just, that's just how it goes. That's how it goes. It's just how it goes. And so, um, with us being a nonprofit for, um, black entrepreneur state fair, we have to build up that board. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I started, it was literally just me <laughs> that first year. It was me. Damn. And I'm, when I tell you the week of, I sat on my computer, just stressed out, didn't eat, didn't drink my kids, mom, go away. I'm doing something. Go. You know what I'm saying? Like. I was so determined to make it happen. Yeah, make it happen. Um, I was letting people in for free. I was letting people come for $20 a day um, just to make it happen. Just, just to, to say that we, we did it. Exactly. And so once we did it the first year, it was, you know, it, we was it was a thing from there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Especially the publicity that we had from it. Um, and the fact that it, no violence, <laughs> no bullshit. I mean... <laughs> It's zero. 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 You know what I'm saying? And even, you know, something like the Minnesota State Fair to for them to have them type of problems even to this year. You exactly. know what I'm saying? It, it says a lot about how powerful this event is, um, not only economic development and growth, but just having a, a, a safe space to gather. For our, pe- for for our, our people, people, you know, like yep. something that's for us mm-hmm. that we put together that when, man, when we was in there, it was so beautiful seeing all this just come together and supporting each other. I yeah. love that, man. I love the vibe I got from that, man. And yeah, there was, there's not much of that in this state. Mm-hmm. And that was beautiful to see. Like, and the, yep. Like, we were there on a Friday, and it was just, like, a beautiful day. So beautiful. I just was happy to see it. Like, I was just happy. I'm just telling him, like, bro, this is what we need to showcase. We need to put this on the forefront for our people to see. Like, this is right. how we really supposed to do things here. Yeah. And, like, no matter what the what what things that you, you know, the problems y'all ran into, we didn't see that. When we was there, we didn't see none of those mm-hmm. problems that you, that, you know, that you said y'all had. But, yeah. like, on the forefront, everything was perfect. Yeah, and that's the most important part is that, you know, now that I built up my team, I believe there's six of us now on the board, um, and every person is passionate about this, and they're also entrepreneurs, so 
they also had their booths there. And, you know, we, we work together. I mean, when I tell you my restaurant staff is amazing now, and I went through so much to get there. If y'all seen me, y'all didn't see me at the kitchen there. They held it down. It was open the whole time? No, I'm talking about oh. outside. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all was doing was, y'all things. Yeah. You know, doing interviews with people. I was say, I've I never was, seen you there. I'm like, she was yeah, out I here was working. I was everywhere, but I wasn't at the kitchen. But the food was amazing. Yes. Still, yes it man. tastes, you know what I'm saying? Like, my team held it down. Man, that mashed so, potato bowl is memorable. Yes. Just showing <laughs> that is makes it makes people realize how important it is to have a team and then the people the vendors that didn't have teams like that Mm -hmm. they were running out of food at two (sighs) o'clock they were i can't come today because we gotta stock up you know and so but also on the other end of that is that i think a lot of people underestimated this event Mm -hmm. they didn't think it was going to be as busy they didn't think they were going to sell out of what they brought was even at two o'clock three was it vendors from the years before, still running some out of, of stuff, them. or did they learn they less? Okay. Nah, some of them, but um, some people were new, so they didn't know. Okay. Um, but even like some people just with comments on the Black Safer, like it is, it seems very intimidating, um, a little bit, mm. um, because this is such a big event, and so when I say intimidating, it's because this is not no little pop up shop. Exactly. This is. A real deal. This is a big event. This is like, you know, when Pride started. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have your stuff together as a business owner. If you are selling food to the public, you got to have all your licensing and insurance down to the T. Because Mm -hmm. they're checking for that. The health Mm -hmm. department is coming to inspect. Mm -hmm. We are, this is a big deal. This ain't just no, all right, pay the couple dollars and come in. Come in. No, this, it takes a lot of planning. A lot mm-hmm. of time, a lot of money. I mean, security, porter potties, cleanup. Man, I I had I had at least twenty or more employees for the week, mm-hmm. um, and that was just for Black Entrepreneur State Fair in the kitchen. Um, so just imagine like twenty employees, and they're working every single day for seven days. Ooh. It's it's a hefty bill, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and my biggest thing is that everybody eats before me because I'm going to always figure it out. Man, and, and that's so, the type of leader that people need. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's how you go far. Definitely. Real. Definitely. That, that, speaking on the word leader, mm-hmm. I think that's, like, what you were through this whole thing. Uh, like a shining yeah. example because, like, yeah. walking in, there were some people who looked like they were still sitting in the front of their house with, mm-hmm. with their tents. And yeah. it's like, but then you had other ones who came fully prepared as, as yep. you were. Uh, you I know? thought they was at the like they was at the state fair, like, yeah. like, like sitting outside the fair though, it's, like in front yeah. of their, their crib. It, it, you man, know? Like, but then like you can tell some of them followed your footsteps as far yes. as like getting prepared, and listen, getting mm-hmm. listen. Yeah, That's know? the biggest thing is that. Um, with the vendors, we have a lot of problems with vendors, but the problem is, is that they just need to, they're still learning. Yep. That's and all. that's the biggest thing is that we have to have patience with our people. Mm-hmm. They only know what they know. Right. Cause remember that conversation we had at your right. restaurant, this whole, um, um, I don't want to call it a phase or a fad of entrepreneurship. Yeah, it is. But it's, it it, yeah, is. it's, it's new for us. For, for it, it's culture, like a fad yeah. because we were held back for 400 years. Right. And so this is all new, all these opportunities, yeah. all these tools, 
um, learning how to do this stuff. Right. Just how to, being involved professionally. A lot of these, I'm like we were talking about before, mm-hmm. a lot of these vendors, you're talking about, you know what I'm saying, health code violations and, <laughs> like, and having the right coolers and having to <laughs> yeah. have running water. They're like, what, what, what are you talking about? Talking I just about? like this out my kitchen. Yep. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. And this is coming from somebody that started at home. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I exactly. had to learn. Mm-hmm. But every time I learn something new about how to come correct, I literally have given every single vendor the game. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason why, you know, even down the years, like, that y'all shouldn't know what just, to do and listen. what the expectations are. You right. just, but so now it's, but we're learning them too. And so it gets frustrating mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, I could give somebody the the whole blueprint. This is how you do it right. And they do it right, and they were successful in the first year. And a whole year later, they still ain't got it right. And I'm like, what happened throughout the year when I gave you the game already? Here's the thing. It's frustrating dealing with that many people. I'm talking 55 vendors. <sighs> Plus their business partners and people that come in like, well, I'm her mama and I'm helping her. <laughs> and I mean, just imagine the, the stress on yes, my plate dealing people. with these people. And that's why um, <laughs> that's why I was telling you after this fair, like, you know, certain emails and calls that I do have to take being a business person, I took. But I just kind of went on a mini hiatus. Like, mm, <laughs> I'm not texting nobody. And then, but then also what comes with that is people take it so personal. Oh, and they, man, like, yeah. I'm when I tell you when I go through things like that, and that's for my insanity. Like, for me to be sane and just peaceful and continue to go, y'all not finna drive me crazy. <laughs> and then I dropped the flyer for the, um, for the open streets, and we have a Black State Fair block, and my inbox and phone went crazy. People don't have boundaries. That's what it is. And that's another thing where people just don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't feel like they're bugging you. They don't feel like they're, you know, doing too much because they just like, well, this is the person to contact. And so that's exactly why I have a team. And within my team, I have a communications team Oof. because I cannot communicate with y'all. But then people take it personal and they say things like she's rude. She thinks she's Hollywood. She thinks she, she's famous. She can't talk to me. She got to uh, I got to talk to Yeah. Yeah. You I talk to talk. you on Facebook last year. Why can't I talk to you now? Like they don't get it. They don't they, get they it. Don't like get to keep me. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, and just like you were talking about mental health in the beginning, Mm -hmm. that is important to me. And people don't understand, like, listen, if I had 55 vendors that were calling my phone, (sighs) oh, well, this is my menu. What you think? Girl, I can't tell you what to think. <laughs> you you got to take it upon yourself and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is uh, this is what my tablecloth look like. Girl, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I can't. Just go with your best. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But we give them the tools and the resources to do those things, and they still reach out. And so I don't did, know. Did you, I'm curious. Did you guys give them, like, a list of, like, all the things that Yeah, they need so as far as food vendors, they mm-hmm. get a whole list, checklist of this is what you need to have to pass the food inspection. These are the yeses and the nos. Um, even merchandise vendors, like, this is how you should look. And so what we did this year was we, we held interviews. And so each person that signed up as a business, we, um, 
went over a contract together as a group in the first meeting. They signed that contract so they know exactly what we expect of them. Mm -hmm. After the contract, we held a one-on-one face-to-face meeting to go over their products. Hey, what are you selling? What's the price points? What's the quality of it? Mm -hmm. Um, And then we determine a price for what they're going to pay as a vendor fee. Um, And so, and in that um, time, even after I've went live several times, like, hey, vendors, what y'all need help with? I got an hour right now and I'm mm-hmm. on live. Join in. What is it that you're struggling on? What what can we help you with? But then it's like you got vendors that don't show up to the meetings, don't read their emails, don't participate in the lives, and then they call me. Hey, I need help. Like, listen, <laughs> I gave you that window. And so it's it gets very, very frustrating. And I try my best to keep my cool because I I don't want to be frustrated with people that just don't know. And it's not our fault. However, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Um, And how I started from zero, everybody else is starting from zero too. And I figured it out with nobody holding my hand. And that's what I always like to push out. I'm like, maybe I need to tell my story more. Maybe I need to do seminars and invite entrepreneurs to come and just hear my story. Because I think, what ends up happening is people have this uh, fairy tale story of what they think I am and how I do things. Mm-hmm. And I have to really like give them a reality check of, no, I literally started from the ground up. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? Like I had low days and I had high days and I started with my own money. I don't have nobody funding this. I don't have business partners. That's, that's one of the other things I don't have anybody really starting this up with me. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? When I build these teams, everybody on the team has their own things going on. Right. They add to it in in their specific fields, like being communications, answering emails, being on social media, um, you know, stuff like that. But then also um, it's like people don't understand how Mm -hmm. it goes. Mm -hmm. They just assume I'm available. They think I'm just right at my phone all day, like... (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Just sitting there waiting on them to call you. Yeah. It, it is a it is a hold my hand mentality. It is. Yes. I hate yes. it. That, I hate that. it so much because um I never had that mentality. Like I knew I stressed myself out about this year after year as to you don't have nobody to hold your hand. I don't have parents that taught me about money or credit or anything. I don't have no no rich investors or any you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like and i don't have five business partners to make it easy let you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i don't expect nobody to hold my hand you know like this is me in my business and you know a platform that i built with my name on it mm-hmm. and sometimes when you do bring in investors and business partners it don't work it don't work. And those are setbacks. And that's why I've always chose to do things by myself. Mm. That's, yeah. that's always. Real. That's real. I, it's so many people that reach out. Hey, man, I want to invest in it. No. No, Especially, you just want to, you want to, no. you want a little bit of the remote controller. Yes. Yeah. Especially yeah. people that, you know, people be out here selling drugs. They Hell sharks. Nah. People be yeah. sharks, man. Yeah, but they see, they see all the amazing things happening. They want to be a part of it. No, what they say you want with me shooting in the gym. When I was broke and I couldn't figure it out, nobody was there to help me. Like, okay, 
this is what we're going to do. This is the game plan. I'm going to give you this much money. Yep, I got Look. this, you got this, and we're going to put it together. I ain't never had that. Are, are you open to, like, investors or anybody like that? I don't if, like, know. Somebody with if it's right? I feel like if it's right, yes, but um, I've had experience where... You know, people that I thought had good intentions didn't. Didn't, right, exactly. Down the line. So I'm yeah. kind of scarred from that. Like, yeah. mm, you just never know. Like, even employees. I had great employees that were stealing from me under my nose and um, giving people food, free food. and You know what I'm saying? Like, it's this this business and this platform is my baby. It's just right. like my kids. Um, you let somebody watch your kids, they and they got their own kids. They're going to watch their kids before they watch, watch your kids. Yeah. Or if they... if the two kids was drowning. They gonna save their kid before they save oh, yours, yeah. and so, I you know what I'm you saying. Protect I don't, your baby. You got yeah, to. Yeah, for got somebody it. to bring somebody in as an investor or a business partner that didn't start from the ground up is very hard for Whew. me. Yeah, it's very. It's like they're they're because I feel so close to being almost there. Mm -hmm. It's almost like bringing that person in. They're gonna reap the good benefits and didn't go through the struggle with me, and that's not fair that's to true. myself either. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And and I've never in any situation ever took the elevator because I know what comes with that. Right. When you take that elevator, things could be you know fall just as fast. Yeah, you fall just as fast. Literally, like. Come on now. That's why, yeah, man. <laughs> People got to understand that, man. And it, it's a lot of, like you said, this trend of entrepreneurship. Everybody's taking elevator with it. And that's because we got Instagram and TikTok mm -hmm. and all this overnight success. And I put that in quotations because it's not like that. And mm -hmm. I feel like maybe even some people look at me like that, too, sometimes. Like, damn, she, and, and I don't even feel like I'm on at all yeah, like right. I'm, I'm still in my struggle like just, i said i'm tired and just, I'm just getting like, started this is just the beginning yeah this is just the beginning yeah. because yeah. now i have a name for myself and you know the platform black entrepreneur state fair and i sit on several boards and i'm just getting my feet wet just right now started man. you know what i'm saying Ain't so nothing. We tell people that all the time. We just getting started. Y'all don't even know. Like, we finna, mm -hmm. we got so much shit coming. Like, this is just the beginning, y'all. Mm -hmm. Like, for real. Right, we're but just now being able to get on. Man. But I feel like your, your whole, the way you are, your attitude is perfect for the entrepreneur world. Because you can't be soft in this world. You can't have people running over you. Yeah. I feel like yeah. you're, if you, if you was, like, too nice, they would run over you. Yeah, and your well, business would be and gone. I, I've definitely gotten that. Like, I think um, at heart, I am a soft person. Mm -hmm. um, I am. Aries. I'm very, yes, I'm an Aries. <laughs> and so um, I have this rough, hard exterior, mm -hmm. but inside, and I'm a Scorpio moon. So mm -hmm. I'm yeah. just a lover girl. Um, and so I want to see everybody win. I want to see um everybody sees success um and a lot of times i think people be looking at me like i'm crazy too like why are you doing all this work for everybody else if if i didn't have if i wasn't paving a way for everybody else it would be a lot easier for me mm -hmm. um however i just feel like on the reverse side of that um when i was coming up i didn't have nobody to do that for me exactly. um and if i did I would be on right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so not even just like I'm paving the way, like not even in a holding your hand sense, which people get it a little confused. This is not that mm -hmm. me paving the way is finding these opportunities that um, these underinvested businesses, black businesses don't get 
And once I have them and I have the game and the knowledge and the blueprint for that, yes, I will share it. Share you will share it. Share those opportunities. Yeah, share them because I mean it just took me some time and you know a little bit of work to get them, but Mm -hmm. I see and then you see a lot of people selling that game. Yeah, which I get it. I get it. Um. I think there's certain things that, yes, you need to be selling mm-hmm. as far as game goes and knowledge. Um, however, there are certain stuff where it's just like, you know, put your people on. Because this is our people, thing. man. We are so behind. We are so behind that we are not. If, when you really look at the numbers, we, we ain't going to be catching up. At, at no time And the soon. problem is that um, if there's only, you say, the population of, people in our culture is at 100%, and you say there's maybe 25% or less people um, putting the work in and pouring into the movement to get us further, that's not going to get us... It's not going to get us far. It's not going to get us far. 25%, a lot of our people ain't even trying. They ain't even going to try. Yeah, a lot of people don't even... Man, it's so fucked up. So it's like... We have to, you know what I'm saying? We got to, the 25% have to put in we do. twice the work, twice three times work. the work. That's why we don't charge people, man. We want to get this game for free. We want y'all yeah, to learn this shit. Absolutely. We want right. y'all to see what Minnesota got going on, especially our black folks, our black right. community. Our, mm-hmm. We want y'all to see this shit. We want to put this shit on the forefront for y'all to learn from. Right. Well, and that's very great because you guys are a platform, just like Black Entrepreneur State Fair is also a platform. Mm-hmm. And there are several other um, cultural platforms in Minnesota and all the other big media platforms, they post the negative light of the black community yeah. at all, all any chance that they get, right? So our platforms need to be pushing only the positive only. and only the black excellence. Like Amen. any bullshit that any cultural-driven platform or podcast is pushing is wrong it's 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 not you know what i'm saying i feel like they do it for self-gain that's why that's why it's like this shit means so much to me like we pay so much you know we pay so much money to get this to have this shit Mm -hmm. and i don't want nothing back from nobody but just for people to pay attention and just learn from us Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying get so like big us up so we can continue to give y'all free game and keep giving Mm y'all the the tools y'all need to become successful yeah you know yeah man a lot of people want to come on and take advantage of, of the tools, but it's like, you know, it's it's, it's like a rubber band effect. We got to mm. bounce forward or expand yep. in some type of way or yeah. fashion. And that's an, and that's another reason why we brought you on, because like you just said, you know, you could be doing it for yourself and be a lot further uh, ahead of time, but instead of being the person that's doing it, you know, there's got to be the group of people that actually mm-hmm. do the steps make stuff known, mm-hmm. you know, enlighten everybody around that aren't trying to do it for mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. Because that for that's why Minnesota is not recognized Man. as like a New York or <laughs> Yeah, it's and like, we, we could be. That's the thing. It's like crabs in a bucket. Everybody yes. trying to pull each other down. It like, is. Yeah, I'm trying to pull y'all up. Come on, come with me. Yeah, like, and you know what? That's also why, I mean, I'm keeping my business here. Black Entrepreneur State Fair will still be here, but I am leaving, and I, I feel like it's not the opportunities or, you know, the state or cities in general, but I think it's mostly the people. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just gotten to a point where I'm just really drained from the people and mm-hmm. how they do things. And me working so hard to push this movement of we can do it together. Mm-hmm. And then so many people that just don't give a fuck are just pulling us back yeah. every yeah. chance that they yeah. get. Yeah. And it's very tiring. So yeah. I'm just like, I'm ready for a fresh start. Um, like I said, people don't have boundaries. I'm just ready yeah. to just be like, I ain't here. Don't call me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can yeah. still get food. Facts. I'll see y'all in August at the Black Safe Fair. Outside of that, I just need a fresh start. Um, you know, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I'm going to make it anywhere mm-hmm. that I go. I'm going to mm-hmm. make it happen. And so, um, yeah, and I get that a lot, too. A lot of people questioning, like, just opened your restaurant. The Black State Fair is doing good. Mm-hmm. I see so many great things happening here. Why would you leave it behind? Mm. We are and a little curious. I, I, yeah. I was a little, little I curious. was a little confused. I was. Confused. I think that's. But it's, your, it's self though. You you you. It's for yourself. So yeah. we're not gonna understand it. So yeah. right. It's for yourself. So do what you gotta do. If you yeah. feel like that's the move you gotta make mm-hmm. to to find your peace. Then go do it. Don't give a fuck what everybody thinks. Right. Oh, I definitely you know don't. I, I, I know you don't. But I, I get know a you. lot of people that do question that. And it's because they're looking at, they're on the outside looking, looking in. Looking in, exactly. You're not in here and you don't know what ties I have to Minnesota that are was impacting me in a bad, in, in bad negative exactly. way. You know, mentally, physically, anything like it's. Yeah, it's time to go. When it's time to go, it's yeah, <laughs> it's time hey. to go. And so I think people be saying these comments like on a selfish level, like, "Nah, you you supposed to be here to pave the way." Like, I'm I still gonna pave. Yeah, the way. I'm still it's gonna like pave the way. Right. But also, I put in so much work in paving the way, and it's like some people that either don't listen or don't take the advice or don't even take advantage of while I'm here, they gonna miss that shit when I'm hey. gone. And that's you know and saying? that's what you gotta be fine with. Like you gotta be yeah. fine with elevating and leaving those folks down there that didn't wanna get on this train. You gotta Man, leave them where they at. It sucks. Twenty twenty when we started Black Entrepreneur Safe Fair. Uh-huh. I don't know if y'all remember, but even a lot of our people, it was just a lot of negativity. Like she ain't gonna do that shit. This she pushed it back a week. This ain't for real. Exactly. So many people it's, dropped it. I ain't wasting my time yep. doing that. Year three, they seeing all these vendors like. Yeah. Oh, she what? doing her thing. What? This man. That fake love out of here. Man, yeah. the fake love is crazy. I just, I be ignoring it. That's why mm-hmm. I don't answer my phone no more. I just be like, listen. Well, do you do you find it ironic that you feel that way right now while this is still like this stuff? What is you happening? mean, leaving? Yeah, like I'm. I feel like it's time for me to go, but at the same well, time, I got all this. Yeah. Um. Is it conflicting? The- yeah. Like, is it? It's a little bit. It's conflicting. Um, however, I feel like with my brand, especially the kitchen, is very. We have very signature food, oh, so facts. I could bring that anywhere, mm-hmm. and it's different from everybody's shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's a win-win, and that gives me the confidence too to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could take this anywhere and win with it. You know what I'm saying? Plus, my mentality, my experience, and yeah. my knowledge that I know Go-getter. now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I can do anything. But so me leaving the restaurant here was really building up that team. After seeing how they held it down for Black Safe Fair, I know they confident. got it. You confident. I feel confident now. in that. That okay. was the biggest thing was, damn, you know what I'm saying? There's still a few things that we still need to tweak, but I'm still here for another eight mm-hmm. months. Right. Um, and so we're going to take that time to really be like, okay, when I'm here, what am I holding down? Okay. And who can I delegate that to now? For when I'm gone. But also when I open this second restaurant, 
it's the brand is going to expand. There's going to be so many opportunities for the people that are holding it down with me now. Mm-hmm. And they know that. Yeah. Because they know I don't just be okay. talking. That, that makes sense. I don't yeah. be, you know what worlds. I'm saying? And so even like my team, they know that in this situation of just, okay, it looks crazy. It sounds crazy. But they know me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they like, shh. She's, she's, she's doing something. She's going to make that shit happen. We're going to listen and we're going to trust the process and what she's doing because she don't just be talking. Even my sister be saying all the time, like, you remember we was just uh, smoking, sitting on your couch, talking about Black Safe Fair? Like, yeah, we finna do a Black Safe Fair. And she just was looking at me like, girl, you just be saying shit. <laughs> and then to, to where happen. it is now, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, I don't just be saying hey, shit. Hey, your sister proud of you, too. I could tell. Yeah. Like, she really, like... Like, but that's yes. my nigga though. Like she, Kiki is the one that really gets it. Mm-hmm. Me and her get it. You know what I'm saying. And so the rest of the team, they're very passionate about cooking. I have a baker on the team. I have an executive chef on the team. Like, mm. oh, um, okay. we have a a great team. That when I'm gone, like they will really hold shit down. The, the food will be great. The service will be great. And we weeded all all the snakes. People okay. that was stealing and yep. bullshitting, we weeded all them bad people out, okay. and so I feel really confident in that. But then also just, you know, me leaving, um, like I think it's it, it's me finding more opportunities. Yeah. There, all the opportunities that I already found here are found and mm-hmm. up and moving. Exactly, I planted all the seeds that I wanted to, and it's like, and how growing. much more can I? What y'all want me to do? Open one in St. Paul. <laughs> Hey. I know you do, but hey, I'm not. You might, hey, you never know in the future. Hey, hey, but y'all with better this, take you might be able to Lake Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Lake with Street this, right you can there. do both, though. You can get away from the, you know what I'm saying, take a little right. break. You know yeah, what I'm that's and my butt, biggest and thing. And open a new store, yeah. potentially. Because I'm know? leaving in June. Um, and so all of July, I'm staying at my new home. And then I'm going to come back August for the um, next Black Entrepreneur State Fair. But... I'm taking that month to just, like, kind of reset. You know what I'm saying? Like, what does this look like? Um, Right now, I'm kind of writing my five-year plan for the kitchen. So we ain't even in our first year. Um, But my goals for that is to have a kitchen in every major food city. Mm. um, Okay. Starting in the Georgia area, um, expanding to, you know, maybe Houston or Dallas, Chicago. You know, keeping up. But... Chicago or uh, Lake Street is going to be our main Minnesota store. Okay. Um, and I feel like we're gonna outgrow it. It's a small kitchen. Yeah, but I was gonna say you like you gonna, gonna definitely get, get a storefront. Yeah. You definitely gonna yeah. have to get that storefront. Yeah, soon. But I'm just I'm starting where I'm at so yeah. that you know we just you gotta start small. People be overdoing it and then they fail. That's exactly. the problem. Like exactly. trying to got, trying to show out for to do too other much. people. You ain't yeah. even showing out for yourself. And that's You're doing one it for thing. The people. About me, I never cared about any of that. Like, I don't care what people think. Like, there be so much said. And I be, when people be telling me, I be like, for real? That's what they think? And I just don't even care. <laughs> it's just like, I just be like, they ain't stopping my show. crazy as hell. Yeah, like, <laughs> y'all ain't stopping shit over here. I'm going to keep doing me. Yeah, but the goals are big. That's that's one thing about it. I'm a dreamer. I'm a doer. Um, them goals get checked off and we continue to make bigger ones and I feel like um I don't I don't like to be comfortable. I feel like I'm yeah. comfortable here. Okay. Especially mm-hmm. now that I have a team. I'm like really sit back what I, just... what am I doing today? Right. I'm not at the restaurant. Like 
Like, you're going to be bothering them. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing here on your day off? <laughs> like, go Just home. Just checking. <laughs> making sure ain't no big bells for people. Right. Right. <laughs> just find an excuse. But, yeah, I do. I've just been finding myself, like, um, really mapping out what does the next five years look at. And I have a, this big goal of retiring when I'm 40. Ooh, and when, when I retire when I'm 40, I'm going to write my first book. Um, it's going to be That's like a, a tell-all of my life. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, my life is really a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. okay. Like, for real. And that's another reason why I'm leaving, because I'm like, listen, this is the breakaway. Okay. Yeah. Get away from all the bullshit and the toxic shit that and has ever happened. if you go to Georgia and then you, like, turn up, like, that's going to be good for Minnesota as well. Right. Like, that's just exactly. going to be good. So, like, if you go out there and do your thing, like, See, but the platforms like y'all, y'all make that be known. Like, you know, one of our people, mm-hmm. like, just like even that little interview with that white rapper that was talking down, like, come on, oh, man, yeah. Yeah. don't do that. Because this is any chance that we get to put our state and our city on, like, come on now. Why? Like, any chance we get, put our state on. Yeah. Like, why would because you do it's, that? It doesn't matter what here. part of the state you're right. from. It's it doesn't matter. She's talking about Young Gravy uh, and his comments in Vlad TV about Minnesota. Mom, um, that was whack. It was, was whack. It was, whack. It was very, yeah. I don't think you he, know, was, and I, he didn't think about that. Just like your mama say, but, I mean, he's from Rochester, so his mama <laughs> probably didn't tell him this. But right. if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say, say that, that shit. Right. Man. It was that cool. Was it. That if was you, it. you know, just you could have just been said, like, I don't cool. know what's going on in Minneapolis, right. but I'm from Rochester, and this is what we doing Well, out here. in Rochester, ain't shit going on. Yeah. What's going on in Rochester? All, my, why my girl say, uh, <laughs> my girl said, I don't know why he compared Rochester to Minneapolis. 90% of the people are in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, at the Mayo. At the Mayo. Clinic. Like, <laughs> that is crazy for real. Like, only time you go up there is to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's fucked up. Shout out to Rochester, man. We shout need, out we need more um, people from the city on these platforms. Yes. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's definitely what I'm about to do. Even when I leave, I feel like some people be like on some um, offended type of feelings. Like she's just leaving, like on some. Um, it was they ticket. Right? They want to latch man. on. Fuck that, man. I'm repping Minnesota everywhere But I that's go. what's crazy. When I leave, it, I'm not going to be repping nobody else but Minnesota. Right. Like, like why that go is somewhere? Where, you know what I'm saying? Even people that move to Minnesota, they come from wherever they from. They're always repping their shit. Yeah. Exactly. Not, Chicago, yeah. Man, you hear that everywhere you Every go. Every other person. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? But I'm not ashamed to be here. I, I would love to stay. Um, but I definitely feel like a shark in a little fish pond, and I just I gotta go to the ocean. You got to, yeah. you got to. If you, you if you don't go, you'll never know. Right, what you could have did, you know. You and might, I'm 30 years old. I'm young. Young as shit. We all young. Well, you know, we got life to live. You know, mm-hmm. so this is just the beginning for all of us, and I'm just happy that we just keep leveling up and we keep, you know. Seeing each other at these different levels, like it's, it's beautiful. I love it. That us, man. Yeah, man. Definitely talk about a transition. <laughs> man. Transition from that stage at the Red Sea, or yeah, that was pretty money. <laughs> <laughs> man, that, and that's what's crazy. Everything that I dabble into, there's been a transition with the rapping. 
Uh, Bake brand started out as cakes. We don't even do cakes no more. Oh, you don't? Yeah. No. Damn, I didn't even realize you was killing the cakes. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? It was... Um, Tia, who else? Was, it was Tia, right? Uh, Tia, that girl Tia that did cakes. It was, like, it was oh, a lot of people that did cakes. However, um, Lexi, who's on my team, I don't know if y'all met her, um, but I kind of passed it down to her because she was already like, I want to learn how to do cakes. So when she, I quit, she grew up with y'all, like yeah, yeah okay, I that's my that. sis, yeah, yeah. and I knew her since I was little. But she actually work at the restaurant now. She's the baker oh, that's there. Okay. So um just putting your homies. See, but that, yeah, that's, that's what feeling, it was. Man. I just I don't know. I just I think it was the customer. See, I, it always results down to the people. Like I still had passion to do cakes, but you was doing edibles too. Um, that was bit. like a long, long time ago. Like that was the oh, starting. Well, I just seen all your, I just yeah. seen your journey. So I'm like, that that Twitter, that's right. what I'm saying. It was so many. And now they legal, shit. You, right? Shit, hey. Yeah, but that ain't my passion no <laughs> right. more. I'm just like I. Niggas I'm don't even so... smoke no more. Creating all this goddamn good food, <laughs> right? Man, yeah. Crazy. Not nah, um, but the biggest thing is just like. I now see my role in this shit, right? Mm-hmm. My role in this shit is starting something dope and building the foundation on that and keep going to build more dope shit and building them foundations. That's why with the kitchen, it's like, okay, now we got a team. Cool. Now let's This grow. y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even like when they're in the kitchen, they be putting together shit. Like my chef today uh, made some damn red velvet Cornbread. Ooh, with the ga- what? I said, what? Snap, yeah. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then. You put two of niggas' favorite things together. Red velvet cornbread. Listen. What? And it's and sweet. That, and so that really just describes the team. But the other girl made a frozen lemonade. And mm, okay. we switched up our lemonade the other day. I gave her lemon juice and said, do you snap mm. better than my lemonade? Like, you know, that. Look at my team, Trusting y'all. You know team. what I'm saying? Yeah, I trust yeah. them, and they know exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. They make the brand better. They're all assets to me. Mm-hmm. Now I can move on, start the second kitchen, and find them same assets. Yeah, you know what again, I'm saying? Yep. And keep pushing. Literally, keep, pushing. keep going. Keep pushing. Now like, you know. Now you know the the traits that you know the people that you got now. Now you can look for those same mm-hmm. traits in these other. Yeah, see, I yeah. listen to a lot of business podcasts, and uh-huh. my favorite business podcast is Real Business Owners. Mm. It's these two um, dope-ass white guys. They have, like, a accounting firm, uh, 60-day credit repair business, whatever. But um, they are, like, they're like a vulnerable business podcast. Like, they tell their journey, mm. and then they bring people, guests on that's talking about their journey and I learned so much from it like Mm -hmm. this one podcast that I listened from them was like learn your place like you wearing all these hats and like what are you good at though so you're building a team and the team ain't working out right like I said I fired seven people why am I firing seven people (laughs) in seven months you know what I'm saying like what so now it's really breaking down like what are the roles that you need fulfilled first of all okay um and where is your role that's number one. Where's your role? You started this shit. You're building a platform. That's what you're good at. Boom. Create this team, and the team is go- you need to fulfill all them roles that are needed. Mm-hmm. Boom. We have a team now. But yeah. I didn't know that. It was really just like, you want to work? Anybody mm-hmm. need a job? Right. You can't just do, <laughs> you can't do that. And then also, we're in a time where like 
Um, everybody was getting the PPP loans right. and self-employment, so nobody wanted to work. Right. So I was just getting bullshit people. I was going to say the ones that did come was bullshit. They mm-hmm. didn't really want to be there. Yeah, but man, you gotta you gotta find the people that are passionate about that too. Um, and then also, like I said, my team are all entrepreneurs, so they have their own businesses. So mm. now we can look at the schedule and be like, okay, you can still work on your business and still do four days here. See, you can dope. still work on yours. And then everybody, so they're eating outside of this, outside of the kitchen. They're getting paid. They're also doing their businesses. And they're going to work hard for you. They're going to yeah, do Yeah, because they, they get it too while mm-hmm. they're in their entrepreneur journey. And so now that I know that, and there's so, like, I be telling people all the time, like, Pick your times during the week. So if Tuesday, you know, whatever your schedule looks like, and Tuesday you pick that you want to, you know, vibe out to Nipsey Hussle or Janae, cool. All the other days, pick a podcast. Learn. When I'm driving, I'm listening to podcasts. Yep. And I'm like, damn, because that podcast, y'all got to check them out. They invite so many other entrepreneurs. So everybody has a different journey. Mm-hmm. Something in their journey you can relate to. And you can pick like, damn, I'm going to try that. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I try to do that as much as I can. We have uh, created book clubs. We read a lot of you books. You did, damn. Y'all did. I remember and that. And so um, right now I'm just like a sponge. I was I'm tired, say, but I'm I'm absorbing. Consistently growing and learning. Mm-hmm. Just consistently opening yourself you up to. to new things. Because the problem is people get comfortable. Yep. And they like, oh, I'm good. Especially here I'm in at. Minnesota. Yeah. We I'm good where I'm at. You're not reading. You're not going to the gym. You're not... Listening to podcasts, you're not networking. Winter coming, get dark at four o'clock. We in the yeah. bed, we ch- <laughs> he's just nah, not coming outside. <laughs> we be too comfortable, man. Yeah, that's, yeah, we do. Man. That's that's the biggest yeah. thing. Is I I really want to show people like stop getting so comfortable and step out of your comfort, comfort zone, zone yeah. even if it's just one adding one hobby like reading. I'm different, and I'm not talking about um the little fiction books where. Uh, dude went to jail and the single mom's <laughs> writing her story about I, I went to a store and got shot. What's them books called? Uh, <laughs> oh, winter oh. or something? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, one the of coldest, was called, like, coldest winter, winter ever, back yeah. in the day. And I read that when I was young. Yeah, but back that, in the day. But but don't pick a, up no Zane books. Don't you pick know, up no Zane books. Ain't no different. <laughs> you know, I just feel like if you're going to take the time to read, you mm-hmm. need to be learning. Life shit. Yeah. Like, life yes. hacks. Yeah. It's, it's the same as Even if it's not Twitter. business. It's anything to help you grow as a parent, yes. as just a person in general. Um, faith books, if you mm-hmm. want to be closer to God, Man, spirituality God, books. One. Anything. You know what I'm saying? I um, have been very into gratitude books because we, as we get comfortable... We um, go through every day and go through life with just not being grateful for the little things like my car that I get to conveniently drive. I don't got to go to the bus stop and mm-hmm. wait 20 minutes and do all these extra stops. You know, yep. just little things like, you yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, we, we don't even think about that. You know you, what I'm you saying? You might actually like, uh, you're familiar with mindfulness? Mindfulness. Is it a book? Nope. It's a. It's kind of the same no, it's more like a, a cousin of Buddhism. It's a oh, okay. it's a more about being it's, it's a about, state in life, like a okay, just being aware, mindful, okay. yes, mindful, yes. not just like mm-hmm. in, uh, like people. Yes, outside so of, outside a lot of, of the books that I've read is definitely geared to awareness too, and just 
even like um, I was reading this book and I can't remember if what it was, the four agreements or what it was, but um, just even like how that effect of being mindfulness, like when you wake up and you stub your toe and you piss the fuck off yeah. and you just have a bad day and then somebody cuts you off in traffic and you pissed off mm. and you're yelling at your kids, get your ass out the car yep. and you better not be late. That is how your day is going to be. Yeah, That's exactly. how your week is going to be based yep. off that day. Yep. You stub your toe like, damn, that sucks, but I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm in the crib. Yeah. I'm about to drive my nice car to my restaurant that is still alive when all these businesses are failing. That is my mindset. Mm-hmm. Every Ooh, day. Ooh, talk that Every shit. Every day. Because, and, I always, and I'm on Chicago and Lake. I'll be looking at the homelessness like, man, we are blessed. We are blessed. These people, when I be having a bad day, these people ain't even don't even know where they finna eat next or how Man. they gonna get it. And they be or, smiling. They be and they cool. so fucked up on drugs and like nigga, I don't do no drugs. I barely drink. I have a, a restaurant that's growing, a platform that's growing. My kids are healthy. I'm healthy. Ooh. I am so grateful. You know what I'm saying? That like that. Is complete. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like anything outside of that, I don't really give a fuck about because it could be worse. You man. always got to think on. that you could be that crackhead on the corner mm-hmm. if you keep playing with your life. Keep playing. <laughs> keep bullshitting out here, y'all. But you know what's crazy? Even speaking on that, um, it's also it's just like your your daily just mood and just, you know what I'm saying? Like, be happy. Smile. Like, mm-hmm. you know, everything ain't so bad. Even um, during Black State Fair, it was such a vibe in there. The crackheads on the corner was dan- Did y'all see that? <laughs> Man, the everybody was just happy. They, didn't, they couldn't was, even get in. They didn't even have seven dollars yeah. to get Man, in. And they were sitting was outside, outside that gate. They was happy as hell, life. just chilling right happy, there. Happy, just you know. What? And I that, seen that's it. all that they needed for the day. Right. They weren't asking nobody for no money or not. You know what I'm saying? They like just, they just loved they just, to be right around that. Just that mm-hmm. energy was just good. I loved it right there on Lake Street where all that shit was happening. With the, the you know what trips me out too? Because you from Southside, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so. You, okay, so over on Lake Street, you don't really even get black events on Lake Street. Yeah, you, you don't. all Latino. They'll have May yeah. Days. They'll Mexican. They'll have Day of 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 Black events like the Black Entrepreneur Day of Day of Day of Day of Day of Day of Right, yeah. right. And that's one thing that we don't, we don't, we stand very much against. Like, yep. this is us and this is... This is our shit. This is This is this how us. we do it. Yep. So... I think you had, like, what, CARE 11 there, maybe? Like, um, maybe a new station yep, or two? Yep, CARE 11, WCCO. There was, there was a couple other people that I just didn't know. They just had cameras, and I'm just like, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> just other little local news and stuff. But, yeah, we... Have we've dealt with Fox Nine, KSTP, WCCO, Care Eleven, um, MSP Report. I want to say is what it's called. Okay. Star Tribune was there mm, okay. all three years. So we are. Yeah, they see they, us. They, they starting. Yeah, we ain't need no Honeywell. We ain't need no Graco. Right. We ain't need no 3M. Right. Shout out to all those uh, Fortune mm-hmm. 500 yep. companies, though. But yeah, no. But wait I, till you get to the to that to that well, part. Well, and that's the thing. They. It's not easy getting them sponsorships either. See, and that's something you could teach people. And then also, it's like even when people like that in in those bigger companies, like they stand for that, it's like "Mm, we Mm. still want to keep our um, (laughs) 
Yeah. Trump supporters that shop at Target, uh, you know, yeah. they're going to be mad at us. Like, yeah. So we, we want to stand with people that unapologetically stand with us. I don't care. I you know that. what I'm saying? I hear that. You see all the comments yep. uh, at my head, yeah. and I'm still standing. Like, I, so... Y'all mad? <laughs> right, it's like, really just barking at a wall. Got, it's that's, like show up to show up and say, yeah. It's, come, come see what it's about first before man. you. Man, get to, but talk you know what? Shit. People, it's it's their mindset too. I had a lady that was there, um, questioning one of the vendors about their um, edibles they were selling, and it was like Delta Eight, the legal. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. everything in there was legal because we don't play that. I mean, THC edibles is legal now yeah. too. So right to a certain extent, man, but yeah. he had the legal kind. Okay, the lady was just not understanding why there was a, a pot leaf on there. And so he stepped in and was like, Nene, could you help me explain to her? So, you know, as I'm walking, I had Queen. Shout out Queen Security. I had Queen with me, my main security, and she practically walks with me everywhere because yeah. that is my protection. Yeah, we met her. She's dope. Cra- She's cool. Yeah. She's cool as hell. It be, listen, people crazy, so always got to stay protected. If I don't got mine on me, yeah. somebody with me do. So... And she, the lady just stops talking Her, to me about yeah. the, the TAC and the CBD. And she just directly looked at Queen up and down with a disgusting, and she was from a line of health. She had a disgusting <laughs> look on her face, look her up and down. And I said, oh, here we go. And she looked at her gun on her hip. Why do you get to come in here with that? And she was very, Queen was very professional. Like, you know, I'm head of security. This is for your protection and everybody's protection in here. And she just was disgusted. And I was like, why are you here if you feel that way? Right. Because it wasn't, she clearly was security. She had. Right. Well, I remember. Yeah. She's licensed mm-hmm. and insured and she is doing her job. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at her like that? I said, yeah, let's walk away. You Go came home. here with a mission and that was to find something. Something wrong. To turn your yep. nose up about just like the pot leaf. Yeah, it's legal. The so health you, department gave him the okay to sell. Like, people are just looking. Just for, want a negative. Just want to go back and say something negative. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, go home. Yeah, go home. Yeah. Why are you even here? Right. Take right. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we want people to participate in this that wholeheartedly support us in what we're doing. And not even some of our people. You should take the word black off because it's very intimidating. Man. Why? Man. This is I'm for not. us. Yeah, I'm not. Just like when Juneteenth comes around and everybody has BIPOC events. Come on now. Juneteenth? BIPOC? Oh. Right. Somebody enlighten Talk these people. It. <laughs> yeah, man. It, you Speak know, it's, it. it's a lot yeah, of whitewashing and we, we don't like that. It. Yeah, man. So we going, this ain't going nowhere. No time <laughs> soon. This soon. shit going up. And I'm going to make sure we do our part to make sure it go up. Yep. Um, yeah, definitely so y'all should too Everybody season, should too man So cause mm-hmm. this is a beautiful event for our people man Nothing but positivity This is probably the biggest one outside of uh, Afropunk this year Yeah, um, yeah. It is actually yeah. yeah. So, and Afropunk okay. turned out right mm-hmm. And so you know Because it did hopefully they'll be back next year And uh, Black Entrepreneur State Fair Is already in the works for yep. next mm-hmm. year Bigger, bigger and better. Yep. So 2023, the registration is actually open for all businesses. We okay. are only taking 100 vendors um, okay. for the next year. Um, we have a lot of plans. Um, we hear a lot of comments and feedback, and we always, um, you know, take them and work on it okay. every single time. And mm-hmm. so um, we were getting a lot of um, Black Entrepreneurs Day Fair. It's not really a fair 
but it ain't really a pop up. Um, and I so as far as people's definition of a fair, the only thing we're missing is rides. We it. have a kid zone, and um, I seen the kid zone. That was yeah, dope. it was dope. But and, and the, we're working on it. Right, and it was cool because this year, like it started off like with all the tents everywhere because that's what a fair is. It's mm-hmm. just tents of food and vendors. So yeah. that's a fair. And yeah. it was more, you had like 50 vendors? 55. Okay, that constitutes as a fair. That's mm-hmm. fair enough to be a fair. Last year we had 77. Oh, okay. okay. And, right. But this yeah. year we were kind of picking and choosing too. Right. So. And this year you have more professional vendors coming. Yeah, up. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Up. You know, yep, yeah, definitely. I was so proud of some of the vendors. Listen, I was like, I was like a proud mom to them. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was like, this is this is what's up. This is what we need. We need yeah. to put this. Can on nobody the can nobody downplay us? And that the fair, like like I said, I don't I don't just be talking. When I talk and say things and I put words into what we are, mm-hmm. best believe that's what it's gonna be. Because I'm, what was I gonna call? It's not a pop up. No. No, it's we, not. We, we ain't calling them. And don't up. worry about our rides because they coming. They coming. You know how expensive rides are? They're Y'all don't even want to know. They coming. Yeah. I, no, but also, I don't know. And you know we scared of rides, so I'm you got to make sure rides. Right? You got to make sure they straight. They got to damn near be brand Listen, new. <laughs> and y'all been seeing all them ride, freak ride yep, accidents? Yeah. Yep. I'm really on the fence. Like, anyways, what y'all want rides for, for real? The bouncy house was enough. Yeah. That's enough. And I think there's going to be more things we're going to add. And I okay. think if we do add rides, it's going to be more safer rides. Not no crazy. I'm, I'm thinking, like, do like, a merry-go-round yeah. and a Ferris wheel. Do, like, the basketball a little yeah, thing. The little you know. different games. Right. And so like that's that. kind of where I don't really... I don't do rides. Right. Yeah, nah. They not have you safe. have you seen uh, the Blaine County State? I mean, the Blaine State. I mean, the Blaine Fair. The Blaine I think County so. Fair. Isn't it in the parking lot by um, Northtown? Is that what you're talking about? No, not that oh, one. No. This one is right off of like Central and Nah. I didn't see that. Or something. Oh, okay. But they have. It's what I imagine the Black State Fair growing into because mm-hmm. it is just it was literally about the same size, okay, not a little bigger, okay. But they have the foldable rides and the mm-hmm. vendors. What's that like the Robbinsdale Fair or no, it's like a it's fair the over there? Blaine, I don't know. I think it's a county state fair, okay. but it's, I call it the Blaine County okay. Fair because okay. I don't know if that's actual. It's the right. Ramsey County Fair or something like okay. that. But um, so yeah, it's definitely possible to get rides and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But also too, as niggas, like I said, we don't. Get on rides. <laughs> we scared. Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll get- y'all see the um the midway and all them young. Oh yeah, yeah nah, nah. See, yeah, nah. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's not really giving me a, a good idea. Yeah, yeah. nah. I you mean, we good. we gonna add some stuff, but also don't worry about it. And if you don't like it, don't, don't come. come. Don't yeah. come. Sit your ass at home. However, but then also, why would you not come to the Black Entrepreneur right. State Fair? Right. Where we have lots and of when stuff. I've been seeing um, all these different comments and reviews, our food was better. Yeah. From what the from what the community says, uh, what the uh, crumble chocolate chip cookies, crumble cookie cookies, crumb, them they better than sweet market. Snap. They better. They they were soft the whole week. The whole, the whole in week. the bucket. Yes. I don't know how she did. That. So yes. y'all y'all have had Martha cookies before. Yeah. Them things be hard. As soon as you walk out the yeah, just walk out the damn chair. <laughs> you go get one in the morning. You gotta. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if the, you got to microwave them or but no. <laughs> Reheat, I ain't gonna lie. The ones that they that you make out the frozen bag, those are better than the ones you go to the okay. state fair and stand in line for. It's really weird. Yeah. Really strange, mm-hmm. hmm. but yeah, that that is our Couldn't biggest thing. Um, so this year or the the coming year, um, I've added a, a food committee. 
Um, And so I'm the head of the food committee. Um, And so we are come for the food and stay for the culture. Food is the emphasis here. And um, we need to have the best food. And I know a lot of the vendors were very like last minute turning in their menus and then people was talking like y'all got eight jerk places like and that's why because now this committee is really about to be like you need to have your menu in by march by this time yeah and and then we can look at it and say y'all four people got jerk one of y'all got to change or you know what i'm saying or if i feel like an item isn't as creative like we want to have the dopest best tasting food we all know how to see we're probably one of the best a lot of the best chefs in the cities, City, yeah. we know how to flavor and season food, and that is what s- makes us stand out. Mm. It's not just they're dipping bland things and other bland things and frying it. Man, <laughs> you, you got it. Hey, okay, man. All right, before we yeah, get out of here, though, like, you know, we've talked about it off camera, but how the hell do you come up with these recipes, G? Because you put a Twix inside of a croissant and then you deep fried it. Yeah, like, that, that was, was yeah, that, that was good as hell. Okay, too. so I am for one, I'm a foodie, so I follow a lot of other foodies, and um, I stay on food trends. That's why I'm the head of the food committee for okay. the Black State mm. Fair. So I stay on a lot of food trends, and I see them. Minnesota is a little slow on the food trends, but then also some cities are slow on certain things that we're up on. Like even um, in Atlanta, you don't, there's not a lot of like seafood boil places up Mm-mm. until this year. Okay. They just got on the seafood boil and they ain't got no butter sauce. I say, yeah, let me hop into uh, these lanes that okay. even like um, how LA had burrito tacos for so many years and then Minnesota caught onto it and everybody's doing oh, burrito tacos. Oh, mercy. Man, yeah. that was crazy. So... My biggest thing is that I stay on on them trends. So I'm I'm on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube when anytime I have any downtime and I'm looking at how everyone else is creating these trendy items and I make them my own. Mm. So the Twix came from, you know, Fair Foods deep fried candy bar, right? That's yeah. very um, you know, deep fried Oreos. It's very traditional. Um and every time I see something that's dope and traditional, I create my own version of it. And so um I had already made a uh mac and cheese with butter sauce croissant fried croissant ball. So I took the mac and cheese with the butter sauce, wrapped it in the croissant, and fried it into a ball. So I already made those and it was fire. Because, you know, the croissant the croissant is fire anyway. What? So then I was like, um, oh, and one of my other vendors took a wonton and put a Reese's in it. And she had a Reese's. I said, Reese's oh, I'm inspired. You didn't have that at the fair? What? I, I was inspired. It was the lady that had the um, peach cobbler egg rolls and strawberry oh, cheesecake. She had, and I said, I'm inspired, so let me get in my kitchen, and uh, for the last day, we're going to do something cool. (laughs) And so I bought a whole bunch of candy bars, wrapped them in the croissant, and fried them, and the Twix was the winner. And so, but all my other recipes, I literally, I see trending things, and I make them my own way. Um, I have my butter sauce. Nobody else has that. Hell no, um, they don't. Which also is in the process of being copywritten um, and trademarked. Um, so I went ahead and I'm actually um, in the midst of my butter sauce campaign. 
Hey, um, if you need ambassadors, I'm just I saying do. you got two right yeah. here. We can this, talk um, about this. Real, so, because this is not even about business. This yeah, is love of the sauce. Listen, I'm way ahead of you on that, okay? Because this Butter Sauce campaign started September 1st through um, December 31st. And so for these three months, I am pushing this butter sauce because I feel like the butter sauce in itself could be a business. Like, you know how when you go to like farmers markets and stuff, people are like uh, they got their barbecue sauce stand Selling or whatever. Sauce, like, yeah. the sauce in itself is a million dollar idea. Come on, man! And so clubs, I'm like, everywhere. so my biggest thing, um, and I, I like to put this out there too because I need people to piece this together. But I need RL. Um, my my song for butter sauce is that butter love. You know that, okay? So I'm looking for RL. I hope, hopefully, he don't tax me. But I have this commercial idea. Come on, um, RL man, come through, come through. I've been, I've been giving out um, free butter sauce samples. Um, all the butchers I work with, I give them free samples. Oh, that is beyond um, smart. And so I'm reaching out to all the state um, steakhouses, um, all these different places that don't have something like butter sauce because butter sauce is so versatile. It goes on everything. If somebody Man. get that, they gonna win. They gonna win for sure. Well, and that's why I'm trademarking it too, because right, yeah, so, yep. I'm, I'm going yeah. smart with it, and um, yeah, I do want other chefs and stuff to create with it. Um, I'm gonna be sending out PR boxes to like um, all those YouTubers that do the mukbangs and shit. Mm, like, smart, you know smart. what I'm saying? Like, try this sauce. TikTok and, people. Yes, like for anybody who knows, this is much better than that weird ass pink sauce that's been going around. This I haven't is even real tried sauce. <laughs> this is real sauce. I don't even know what that is. I know I, what it is, but I never tried it. I haven't either. It just looks weird. It's this, this lady made this pink sauce that supposedly goes on anything, but it looks like like Pepto Bismol, <laughs> and she's getting like all these FDA regulations on it, and it's oh. like causing bad yeah. things to happen to people. Yep. So, uh, but for anybody who wants to know, this is all in, all organic, all organic. Um, well, the so the part. so the sauce is a butter base, but we do have a vegan version, mm. um, which is um, made with. I use two different things, um, but I'm also kind of revamping it and trying to cut it with coconut oil, um, because my friend Chef T, she cuts hers with coconut oil. She's in Vegas, mm. um, so I send her gallons of butter sauce at a time because mm. she be. You know, she gets creative with it, and I want chefs to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously give us our credit for our sauce, but and she does that too. Um, but she cuts hers with coconut oil. Mm. And so... Um, what does that do to it? I don't know. I never tried it. That's mm. why I said I'm oh, about to okay. try it next. But our vegan... So basically, the sauce consists of... 12 different seasonings mm -hmm. and they're all powdered seasonings mm. um there is msg in it in the original one that's accent um but that's one part of the 15 parts of the butter oh, sauce um yeah. so i mean it's not great for you um but my label has all the I ingredients on it <laughs> <laughs> and there's a vegan version um which takes out all the animal products um which tastes exactly the same and so if you are on the healthy side of things we got that too along with our vegan menu at the restaurant mm -hmm. um but yeah it's it's just an amazing sauce like it started out as a seafood boil sauce though yeah that's um, crazy how did you Okay, what did you like accent? Okay, because I'm a foodie, so yeah. naturally that's why I'm hyped on this yeah. sauce because it is that <laughs> fucking delicious. Um, how did you, how did, did you like accidentally spill it on someone one day and you was like, wow, right. this is fire. That's what it is. So when I created it, 
I was a big Cajun Deli fan, and okay. they're expensive now. So I'm like, I want BP. Yes, okay. and then like I started noticing like sometimes their seafood wasn't that great. So I was like, okay, That's I'm about to make say. my own sauce, and because I love it so much, me and my son, we be getting down on Cajun Deli. <laughs> but and then you know I can go to places that have other better seafood. So hey. I started doing it myself, and then me, Kiki, and my friend Denisha, we did a mukbang. <laughs> Of the original, and we couldn't stop laughing. We didn't even post it because it was just so stupid. Like, we literally had butter sauce going down the wrong tube, choking, oh, coughing, because <laughs> Kiki's stupid ass. She's <laughs> the funniest nigga. Me and Kiki are the funniest niggas in the world, just in case y'all ain't know. But us two together, even on our podcast, we just... some. That's why sometimes we be having to cut the podcast. That's why we're not comfortable going live yet, because we... Our two idiots together, like y'all be in your own. We're zone, just, huh? you know, we're just being ourselves, but we're hilarious. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. when we did that mukbang, we couldn't stop laughing. I literally almost peed on myself. I was like, I gotta get up and use the bathroom because no we. I was like, listen, I can't. But um, that was the start of it. It was seafood, and then I think I had it on mac and cheese one day, and I was like, damn, this shit is good as hell on mac and cheese. Um, and then I think the the next thing that I did was, oh, I seen somebody create a stuffed turkey leg, but it was with like, um, so they basted it with, um, or they foil wrapped it with butter, regular butter. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, I got the butter sauce that mm-hmm. I'm about to do it with. Um, and they stuffed it with like Alfredo or something. And I stuffed it with my mac and, mac and cheese and the shrimp on top with the butter sauce. Ooh. And from there, oh the thing is, People can make a stuffed turkey leg whenever they want. They don't have that butter sauce, and but that nigga, is what makes us different. You smoked it too. Then you put the yeah. mac and cheese in there. It's then you put with the butter sauce. On top. Man, is y'all open? Yeah, we're open right now till eight o'clock. So go ahead and hit it up when you leave. I already Man. know. Um, but then yeah, so that was the biggest thing. And then I'm just like, I just want to try different things. And then in 2020, at the first Black State Fair, um, we had. At the bake brand stand, it wasn't even the kitchen then. We had those kebabs, and it was um, chicken and pineapple, and we put the butter sauce on it. With that pineapple, that's I was like, it goes on Ooh, everything. Wait. It goes on Ooh. everything. I made a meatloaf for dinner one day and added the butter, because I usually put A1 sauce and crackers in it. I added the butter sauce and the meatloaf. I said, it is literally a sauce, marinate, season, dip. For everything. It's so versatile. Man. Then one day I was I had I was on a little health kick. I'm gonna eat better. I put it on my sauteed carrots. Damn. Um with some shrimp. Damn. And I only used a little bit, so I was like, it's all right. This is healthier than going to get a burger. On the carrots, <laughs> listen. I'm telling you, so now with this butter sauce campaign. Um, I'm about to start posting videos of just making random stuff with the sauce. Like yeah. you can make please. it with anything. Yeah, on the fries, just and then you should start selling the sauce at the at the kitchen. Like we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We sell a 16 ounce. Um, if any chefs are interested in getting it, I do sell it by the gallon. Um, and um, we also have the dry rub, which we season. All of our meat and stuff. Oh, my God. So we have a dry rub slash seasoning. It comes in a little shaker if you want to just season your stuff. Otherwise, we have a 16-ounce dry rub. 
Um, and we season all of our food with it. So mm. everything that you mm. taste in the kitchen has a little hint of butter sauce. Yeah, Ooh. definitely. Yeah. From the Philly to the And it the all tastes fries. different. Yeah, the Philly has the butter sauce in it. Oh, but it all tastes different. It's not like, damn, you put butter sauce on everything and it tastes the same. No, oh, it tastes different. everything yep. is different. Even the, the loaded uh, fries... Stuffed turkey leg fries taste different than the stuff. I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> man, I'm so hungry. Man. Yeah. So. Sorry about that, man. I, <laughs> look, we got to wrap up. I don't mean to cut yeah. you off. No, nah, you good. Literally, that butter sauce is I'm as so versatile <laughs> as she speaks. I'm, like, I'm, all, I'm trying to order online right. and shit. I'm trying, trying to, to see get it. Right Uber now. Eats. Yeah, <laughs> man. But yeah, this um, this is a great episode. I'm glad we got to to put you uh, on the forefront, you know, so people can know about this shit. So you feel like mm -hmm. you got uh, everything off your chest for a little bit, you know? Yeah. As far as things are going right now. Mm-hmm. You know, let them know. What I think the, it's the butter last, sauce. Yeah, B U D D A. Butter. B U D D A. There's a silent H at the end. Not butter. Buddha. Butter. Butter sauce, right. not Buddha. All right. There you go. And uh, what's one more thing you can uh, say to the upcoming entrepreneur? You know, what can advice can you give them? Um, I think my biggest advice is, dang, for the upcoming entrepreneur, mm -hmm. I just think my biggest, out. yeah, just starting out. I feel, okay, for somebody just starting out, I feel like um, whatever project that you're working on, right, it looks so big, right? This vision, this goal, whatever it may be. Just like, for instance, when I started, like, oh, you're about to do a restaurant. Like, that's big. That's a big it's goal, big. right? Mm -hmm. um, however, when you chip at it and you break down that big goal to these small goals, and if, you know, the first month you get four small goals done, those four small goals are done. And now if you got, I don't know, eight more other goals to get to the big goal, you literally just start chipping away. And that's how I do it. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing about it. When you see that big goal, it's intimidating. Yeah. And you don't know where to start. And you kind of get some type of fear. I feel like a lot of people move with fear. And that's an another big thing that I like to tell all entrepreneurs that faith over fear, no matter what your faith looks like or is, um, Faith over fear because things can look scary. Mm -hmm. But you literally just don't know until you do them. Just like Black State Fair, I had so many obstacles. And I like to tell that story a lot. So many obstacles that I was really looking like, this ain't going to happen. And I felt so bad because I'm like, I got all these people excited about it. And this flyer went viral. This was in 2020. Yeah. And the state and the city was Red flagging me. Nope, can't do this, can't do that. COVID, this. You, I had to come up with an eight-page COVID preparedness plan mm. to get the green light. But like I told y'all, I stayed on my computer until everything got a green light. Mm. Determine. Yeah. Determine. Right? God. Find that's, your determination. Yeah. Why you want faith. to do that. Like, and, and just faith over fear. Start chipping away at them goals. Like, faith over fear. That big goal is that you cannot accomplish a big goal overnight a lot of people think they see that on social media and stuff and it's not true yep. those people had to take them steps yep. and even when the door slams in their face there's another way to do it yep. that's why you don't take the elevator because when you're stuck in the elevator what you gonna do mm, you, you did you take the stairs you can go back down and go back, back up and, yeah back mm -hmm. up and down you know what i'm saying and you build character going right. up the stairs Man. you build you 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 learn more and you yes. you you 
appreciate this shit more. Absolutely. Because if you don't learn in your process, when you get into a moment where you're about to fail or something bad is happening, you don't even know what to do but to give up. But to give up. But if you build and you're like, oh, I've been here before. It's a little harder, but before I did this, so, you know, this is a way that I can overcome this. this yeah. Because it's not easy. You're going to fail. You're, I mean, many times, you know, <laughs> it's... It's a part of it. And I think building character while you're chipping away at these goals is key. Um, it builds a lot of integrity. Yeah. Um, and those blessings come tenfold when you are doing the right thing. A lot of people in Minnesota, I ain't even going to lie, lack integrity. They're doing all these things that, that are for self or for to look a certain to way. And certain it's not way. the right thing to do. If you know it's not right, don't even do it. We ain't even messing with those yeah, type of people because that, that, that do it for that. You're never going to get good from that. Mm-hmm. That karma, mm, that karma hits you when it feel like hitting you. So just know as you're doing these things that aren't right, it might be good in the moment for yourself. But, um, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Like, people really got to look at it that way. Like, take these small goals. Even if today you go and register your business or um, you start your business plan. That is chipping away at your goal. Yep. Even yep. though the business plan ain't finished. Small Maybe steps. next week you're going to finish it, you know? Yep. And um, I think I this helped me a lot, too, is time blocks. Um, and so living your life in a time block seems really crazy. But you you know how people say there's not enough time in a day? <laughs> there is enough time in a day. And I say this all the time, too, because sometimes I don't even write down my time blocks. But literally blocking off. If the morning time is for you and your kids to have breakfast together, get ready for school, meditate, pray, whatever that looks like, that is your block of time for that. Mm -hmm. Then your next block of time might be the gym, might be, you know, your side hustle, your hobby or or work. And then after that, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. literally time block because then you just go through the day and you just bullshit yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True that. Just dedicate yourself to the time. Just dedicate. Mm -hmm. Time blocks and small yet assertive steps. steps. Yeah. yeah. All right. The small steps are just as important as the mm-hmm. big ones. Yeah. For so. Almost honestly, probably more important. More important. Yeah. For, yeah. Real. Yeah. for real. You yeah. cannot take that leap, man. I'm telling for you. Real. You cannot. You cannot. So, uh, any, anything you want to promote coming up? Any, anything else that people should know? Um. So, we have Open Streets West Broadway happening this Saturday. Um, 11 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Okay. And um, Open Streets has a whole long, I don't even know how many blocks, all the way down Broadway, and I think it starts at Lindale. Mm. We are on Bryant and Broadway as okay. the Black Entrepreneur State Fair block. Um, so got I, a whole block. I got a whole block. <laughs> and so I pinpointed um, the vendors that I thought really came with they shit they to that. give them yeah. another opportunity to yep. curate a smaller space of that. Um, and so, yeah, we'll have some, I think, five food vendors um, that you had at the Black State mm-hmm. Fair. So if y'all are missing that food, mm-hmm. come down. Shout um, out the to House of Jerk and Cookie Crumbs, my favorite. Yes, favorites. Cookie mm-hmm. Crumbs will be there. House of Jerk will be there. Potent Punch will be there. The Kitchen will be there. Uh, whipped ice. The New York niggas, did y'all have that whipped ice? Man, that whipped Listen, ice, that was the first yeah, thing I remember. That, yeah, is, like, that shit was fire. That is the perfect ghetto treat. And it's I just, swear. it speaks to our soul and our culture. I, just, I thought I was a little kid again. I'm like, man, y'all got what? Oh, let me, I need two of those. Come on. Man, man. I had one they of them fire. ices every day. It was fire. <laughs> they knew my favorite flavor. And you said cherry? 
Yes, yeah. sir. I did the rainbow. I mean, so, yeah, yeah, come check us out, 11 to 4.30. Um, outside of that, come to the kitchen and eat. Y'all know yes, where to find us, 920 East Lake Street. Follow us East on Lake Instagram, Street. The Kitchen MPLS. Yep. Um, any other platform is Big Brand. Yep, Big Brand. Make man. sure y'all follow her on every platform. Man, and uh, yeah, man, go go to the Midtown, get yourself some food, okay? Because that shit is goddamn delicious. <laughs> I'm, I'm finna go get some. Like, man, man. Yes, man. <laughs> so, like she said, Kitchen Minneapolis, this is the new Twin Cities podcast, baby, man. This has been episode 17, 17 with uh, baby. Any Pretty Grind, man. And catch you guys next week, bro. Let's get it.